The following show contains spoilers for episode 5 of Survivor, Winners at War. Hello again. Hello again. <laughs> Welcome back Hello to again. the show where we talk about Survivor. It's episode 5. And we Winners have Winners at War. Yeah, I'll, I'll Everybody, this episode. hold on to your buffs because we're about to drop our buffs. This episode was great, and I feel like we got so much payoff in all of these swapped tribes. But before we continue, uh, there are a few things that are really important that I would like to say. Uh, one of which is Fred is not here at the moment. <laughs> we don't know if he'll show up. And Fred, so, yeah, I, come on, bruh. We've been so good so every week so far with everyone being here. On, you know, more or less on time or if we reschedule reschedule but uh, this is the first time that we're just being totally let down so very disappointing by a certain fred <laughs> <laughs> and second thing is uh please follow us on twitter at rng underscore show is that it i i believe that is it yeah uh, uh where, where you can get the weekly tweet that is sometimes not on time uh and always contains a gif <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, fun. I want to see that follower count go up. <laughs> so if you are listening, let us know because I'm really curious. You know, if you're too afraid to leave a voicemail, just tweet at us. Yeah, we might read your tweet. Or if you don't want us to, then maybe we won't. <laughs> we might even respond. We might even hit that reply button. Even retweet if it's really good. <laughs> oh, man. Just just don't hit us with the mute. Oh, me sad. So let's get into it because uh, the show doesn't waste too much time. But it almost feels like uh, in the more modern seasons, they're they're not as afraid to jump right into a swap. But they still give us, like, a little bit of time uh, before we go over to kind of um, highlight highlight this segment (laughs) that we had heard about Um, from Yule in the preseason, but hasn't really made its way onto the show until uh, the episode Yule talks about, you know, his relationship with Jonathan Penner, who is on Cook Islands and Micronesia and Philippines. Uh, and his wife, who has been, you know, struggling with ALS, and we get a, you know, pretty emotional scene here with, you know, Yule breaking down and uh, Sarah and Wendell along with him, you know, having, you know, a moment. And I think it was really cool of the show to put a little scene in there with Sarah, uh, where she's like, oh, you know, I didn't really even realize that's how bad it was because I think that's something that a lot of people might be able to relate to, even though we. You know, it's something that, like you kind of hear about, and, and this is the same thing as the whole ice bucket thing, right? Yeah. So yes. it's like there's a whole movement, but it's like you know, even I admit, like I didn't really understand like too much about it. So you know, putting that little clip in there like makes it feel less weird, I guess, to be like, oh man, like this is kind of <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah, it's actually like really bad. And they didn't mention it specifically on the show, but Yule has also said that if he does win the season, he plans on, you know, donating all of his winnings to ALS research. So a very noble cause from Yule. Yule is the best boy. I love him. <laughs> really healthy win. And that brings us right to the tribe swap. And they go back to the, the original sand spit that the season started on that I remember being so excited about uh, weeks ago. And here we are again. <laughs> and... You know, the tribe swaps are always really crazy watching the show, but when we have the fantasy draft and, you know, you draft people and you're like, 
maybe thinking about tribes when you do it uh and you have all these relationships that you're relying on and then suddenly it's like anything is up in the air right anything can happen so it makes these tribe swaps like especially kind of nerve-wracking but i think this tribe swap is you know know, except for the people who get voted out for the next few weeks i feel like this tribe swap on paper is like good for everybody (laughs) like i feel like everybody is is like kind of where they want to be Um, but i also feel like this episode went as badly as it possibly could have for me (laughs) Uh, but yeah, there are also some things that will definitely be playing out in the next episodes. Um, me too, soaring. I feel that (laughs) (laughs) we definitely, I think from an entertainment standpoint, the tribes we got are like almost exactly what we wanted. And like things we've been talking about, we have, uh, you know, Michelle and Parvati together as like a more, uh, focused duo. And then on that tribe, you also throw in uh, Nick, which, you know, we were poking fun at him last week. And also uh, we have Wendell here, which just like makes Soleil a very, (laughs) very interesting (laughs) group of people. They all simultaneously love and hate each other. Yeah. (laughs) Good thing Laurel put Wendell instead of Dominic. Otherwise, this tribe wouldn't be as good to watch. (laughs) Uh, so that's that's the new Soleil tribe, and then we also have Decal, which you know is again a very interesting setup. There's Jeremy and Kim and Sandra, Denise and Tony. So we have you know like like Tony pointed out when they you know got back to the beach, you have a a group of these big threats that Tony was kind of talking about last episode, and then we also have Jeremy here, and I think Jeremy being here is really interesting because Jeremy's game is about keeping big threats in front of him. So even though it kind of seems like they're setting us up for kim to flip to the soleil side it still seems like jeremy is not it seems like especially if he learns that rob has been voted out it seems like he may not want to instantly spring for these you know very high profile players true so i'm interested to jeremy is going home next (laughs) well here's the other thing too about the decal tribe right everybody except tony has an advantage on them (laughs) <laughs> which will save them from elimination might i add so not it's, like a steal of vote. you know on paper like it looks bad for tony but i i think there are lots of things that can happen here and maybe these guys just like constantly win immunities now that sandra can sit out of challenges <laughs> uh, and then finally uh as we kind of predicted and it's the more obvious thing to happen because the crazy thing would have been if they somehow split into two tribes instead of three but we now have our new third tribe of Yara. Yeah. Y- Yara. Uh, and it's, it's green. And green. <laughs> it's green. Like the past how many seasons have had a, a green split tribe? Same locations, same colors. I mean, we were almost right there. It had a yellow accent, guys. It's got a yellow accent. <laughs> uh, and that one is Adam and Ben and Rob, which is probably like the... <laughs> like the main oh. character is from Soleil so far. <laughs> That's such That's a horrible spicy combo. Uh, combo. And then we have Sarah and Sophie. And Sarah and Sophie, you know, are kind of, you know, we're on separate sides in a way on the on the call tribe, but they never actually like voted against each other. I don't think because all the votes they did were no. unanimous. So even though like Sophie kind of had her alliance of four, and Sarah kind of had her alliance of you know tyson and tony or hadn't really broken out there yet exactly they were able to meet up on this tribe and like work together well 
uh, without any sort of tension there. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Sarah was really with uh, Tony and Sandra, and mm-hmm. so if it was with Wendell, Nick, and who else am I missing? So under Yule. the radar. Yule. <laughs> we just talked about him. I feel dumb. Anyways, they so, never really were the targets of the uh, poker alliance. Yeah, so having these two together, I think, is kind of interesting for the future of these two groups. Because now if you have Sophie and Sarah connected, uh, say we hit a merge, then all of Decal may be more willing to come together and work as a larger group if Sarah and Sophie can kind of work as a bridge. Because on Soleil, you know, aside from Sophie, you have the rest of the, you know, the single single season players with Yule and Wendell and Nick and they're like all chilling together so it, it it's just a really interesting split up of tribes and they start off on Decal and they kind of just go back and forth of you know trying to fight for Kim and they're really telling us like hey Kim's ready to flip and that makes me put up my guard and I'm like okay but is she <laughs> a, lo- a lot of me also finds like the way that Survivor's been editing itself lately is they don't want to make like they in previous seasons you could tell what team was going to lose uh the immunity challenge because they would like focus on an elimination story before the challenge and then mm-hmm. uh and and then they'd come back from the challenge and have to deal with it but i've noticed more in recent seasons that they've been getting better about showing multiple possible targets before uh the challenge which yeah. then leads them to you know, a lot of those stories end up just dying out by the next episode, unfortunately. Yeah, coming into this episode, I was, like, almost sure that Kim would be going home. Just, like, I had a feeling about it. And the way that we started on Decal, and it was kind of, you know, they were setting up, oh, you know, Kim's a split vote. Which way will she goes? Who knows? Um, So I was really surprised when they didn't go to Tribal, but... I think the really interesting part of the episode, you know, at least in this first half before the challenge, was all about Soleil, because that's where all the fun <laughs> dynamics <laughs> are. Uh, unfortunately for, you know, Jimmer and Wendell, Wendell was not painted very well in this episode. No. And he, he struggled in this uh, confessional and the editors... Yeah. Uh, they definitely didn't say, wow, this is his best take. We're going to have to live with this. No, <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, the... this is his worst take. This is going to paint Sarah's winning edit in such a fantastic light. I think they do a pretty good job on the show of like making everybody seem confident in their stance, I guess. Or if there's a villain on the show, you know, th- that person is owning it. And they don't really de- depict them poorly uh, unless it's you know, someone who really deserves it or would be like for comedic effect or whatever. But I feel like they really kind of buried Wendell in this episode. I just feel they like really when Wendell was like talking about, you know, his his relationship with Michelle, it like he seemed really strange about it. And Michelle was very open. Uh, and we have, you know, that specific conversation with Michelle in Parvati where Michelle's like, yeah, Wendell's like scolding me and just being weird and everything. So, man, it's just kind of unfortunate for Wendell here. Um, the worst part about it is that this is the reunion of Parvati and Yule from Cook Islands, and it got a little shout-out through the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Taking a backseat to Michelle and Wendell and Nick saying, Parvati, um, I had a crush on you in high school. 
<laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but 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 Yule's wife is a big fan. Yeah. Oh, big that's fan. a huge Parvati fan. So, I, that's that's why I'm I'm really curious what happens if this tribe goes to tribal, because like you have this tight alliance of uh like the Wendell, Nick, and Yule. But, like, Parvati is clearly the biggest target here, but it seems like Yule might not want to vote Parvati out right away, uh, which would, you know, leave Michelle there. But I feel like there's no way Michelle's going this soon, <laughs> just, like, from the way we've seen everything, especially with how yeah. Wendell was kind of painted. So I'm wondering, like, does Wendell end up going home soon? But I feel like that might be, like, trying to play into, like, what the show is trying to feed me too much. Yeah, true. But then know. again, I could see Michelle making a very powerful, like, argument pushing towards Wendell. So, mm-hmm. it, I, I've been analyzing the edit in my head over the day, and I, I think I have like finally come to make my educated winners pick. Okay. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Poverty. <laughs> really? Oh, huh? What well, makes you say that? Like, because. She she hasn't really had any big presence, like, outside of her being attached to Rob, but she does have, you know, like, one small moment in every single episode. Mm-hmm. So she, she's really got, like, the Tommy edit from last season. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that is fair. The, and especially, it's hard to especially pin something like this down in the preseason, and I think it everything starts to come together a lot more in the merge, especially lately when they... They've been editing the pre-merge a bit different lately, where they kind of, like, make these bigger characters uh, in the early season, and then they end up getting voted out, and then it kind of makes way for the larger names post-merge. But there's still, uh, you know, some characters that kind of endure throughout the season. And so I think Soaring, you could, you could make the same argument uh towards sandra because she's had kind of like a like a dry edit most episodes like she's been there and she said things but she hasn't been like super prominent you know but but she's got her whole comedy duo going on with tony <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny what i think is interesting is that you have these you know big characters and we've had one of them biggest one so far rob go home tonight yeah. uh which kind of makes me worry about the other characters that we've had like tony and adam yeah, true. And Yule, I feel like, is almost on that territory, but I feel like Yule has a little more longevity just because he set himself up so well in the game. Yeah. yeah. I still maintain that Michelle's the winner. I agree with Soaring that Harvey does have a big part, but I just think the Green yeah, I Tribe... Could, uh, I could see Michelle taking it, too. I, I definitely think Michelle's I, going far no matter what, which is why, you know, when I was talking about these guys going to tribal like i feel like she's not going home and it seems like parvati's not going home so like something has to give i think parvati would get voted out and she'd have to bequeath all of her fire tokens to michelle <laughs> and i think that's the power move can that or can the that other way happen? and parvati wins no no she, she's gonna split her tokens between michelle and wendell you know just settling the divorce oh my god oh, oh my no. god <laughs> oh no <laughs> she has to get be- bequeathed one more all right, so lots of interesting splits here. Uh, this, I don't know, everything in this early part of the episode was really fun. We also, after this, we go to the new Yara tribe, and everyone's quickly moving around and like, hey, uh, let's work together. Every, you know, everybody's saying that to each other. And then they go on this mad idol hunt, 
and you know, lucky for me, <laughs> Sophie ends up pulling an idol out of a hollow tree. Yeah. <laughs> they pulled the switcheroo on that idol hunt. They, yeah, Rob's they, they talking. They had they had the they had the Rob edit, and then they gave it to Sophie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of afraid Rob was going to pick it up under but... the radar. Might I add? Because this yeah. seemed, this seemed like Ben's time to shine, right? Because he's been like, oh, you know, I'll help people find it, or I'm going to be hands off. But now he's like, he was looking. Yeah. Uh, and we get I this like probably... half second. Uh, note from Sophie where she's like, "Oh yeah, I got the idol, the idol hat from Kim last time, but then I gave it to her before this all." <laughs> it's like a very yeah. quick flashback, but it's like now we know it for the books. Uh, but yeah, Sophie picks the picks up the thing and she's like, "Oh, I know exactly what to do with this." Doesn't try to do anything fancy with like building trust with Ben or Adam. She's just, "All right, Sarah, here's the idol, and then give it back to me later." <laughs> Easy peasy. But they all they all like come back together and uh you know, they do this thing where they all like, All right, everybody empty your pockets, empty your pockets and <laughs> I think this is kind of the first step almost in like the the Boston Rob playbook <laughs> that will that will kind of see play out this episode. And I think Ben is actually the one who initiated yeah, it. Ben did initiate it. But it's still, you know, reminiscent of Rob uh, you know, a few episodes empty at, your at bags. Tribal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know, thankfully Sophie did not put the idol in her pocket. She put it somewhere else. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> no, no one else other than Sarah, you know, apparently is aware, but surely like Adam and Ben know that like someone has the idol and they know that. I believe she actually gave it, it to Sarah after this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's time for what we hear in the survivor business call an immunity challenge. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, this was a fun challenge. I feel like I've been saying that a lot this season, but yeah, like it it was it was neat. They did the climbing, and then they threw some. Okay, so I feel like, and then they did I, the, the I, tower. I feel like half the people didn't really know what they were supposed to be aiming for in this challenge. Like they would <laughs> knock over the small cubes up top, and their entire team would go nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was all about motivation or something. Yeah. I, I I thought it was incredible that they did a complete obstacle course. But yeah, for <laughs> this this season, the challenges have been really intense. Um, well, oh, yeah. They've been intense with like a comeback, yeah. but like also very formulaic <laughs> in, in a sense. Like if you think about it, it's like obstacle, obstacle, puzzle. I mean, that's just the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah the, challenge, <laughs> the challenges themselves have been, you know, very standard. But just, like, the viewing yeah. experience of it, I am constantly like, oh, man, it's all over. Like, this, these two tribes are winning <laughs> now. And then, like, suddenly it changes, right? I was so sure uh, after Sele, you know, won the first time. I was like, all right, instant lock for Yara. They're they're fine. DeCall's going to tribal. Oh, God, Tony's going home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah. Somehow, Sophie is not able to put the puzzle together, and I think what's interesting too about this puzzle with the you know the color faces we've seen this so many times across the seasons, but this is one of the first times I think, or if you know if not the where there's not like a frame to slide the blocks into. So it was really forcing them to switch up how they might normally do it because they were, they were putting the first block down and then spending a lot of time on the second block and like making sure it all lines up. And spending lots of time on the third block, and you know, before you'd like shove all four blocks in, and then like you know, move them as you know needed fit. So, what I was noticing is that the blocks, like, 
Usually they got a pattern on. These were like very plain looking blocks. Yeah, not not colorblind friendly at all. <laughs> uh, this is also one that you could like, you know, print out or something or like make it at home because <laughs> it just seems like a fun one to kind of work through. Um, but yeah, so we have Yara losing, and then we go there. So I, I don't know, like you said, it's like a very very plain challenge but the challenge itself it was like very exciting to watch <laughs> just wish uh, there was a ward for it too just so i could come back <laughs> but i i don't think there were really any like super standout moments from it though like nothing too interesting uh, actually happened it just subverted my expectations like all the other challenges wow this team stinks this other team is so much better. Oh wait, what? The other team won? Wow. Oh man, it was it's just, you know, reminding me that this is like the worst possible outcome for me like every event this episode except for the vote. Uh I mean, you, I, and I'm pretty sure the the vote, I'm pretty sure the vote is just going to bite me next week anyways. Th- yeah, I guess this is true that <laughs> things did not pan out too well for you, but we, you know, we also are going into the strategy part of the episode, and TV has both of the targets that are being discussed. <laughs> True. Oh, man. Uh, I, did, I did want to say real quick before I leave, though, so far, you know, every every challenge that Sandra has been in, she's won. So yeah. maybe she's some sort of challenge beast, and we don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a feeling that she will be sitting out next episode. <laughs> she's got all her energy because she's been sitting out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I mean, Where hey, she go? had to climb up the whole thing there and go over the net. Uh, whatever. So there's a lot of things that are really interesting to me about Yara. Uh, the first thing I want to mention is the weird, like, little camp thing they have. Have you guys ever seen this, like, little style where they had the campfire and they they just had, like, long fence boards around it? And then they had, like, a little three-foot wall? <laughs> it's like I a think... strange little bunker they had. I think there was... I remember I don't remember what season it was even, but I I do remember somebody one tribe had made this before. They yeah, had like I, a campfire in the center of their shelter. And it really, you know, struck me, not only because it looks unique, but because, you know, Rob pulls another old move out of his bag, uh, with the buddy system. The classic like, redemption right, island guys, buddy system. We're gonna vote for Sarah. So we're gonna go to camp and just sit there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they do. So we spend a lot of time around the campfire talking about cookies. <laughs> what would make this tribal better? Just cookies. <laughs> cookies. So they're sitting around and they're talking and Adam's cutting his fingers on chart machetes and <laughs> Oh my gosh, throw it back to the Amazon. Is it sharp? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he sharpening the machete? Is he gonna kill all of us? <laughs> And for the strategic part of the episode, I have to say, there was not a lot of strategy going on. No, there, no. there was, in no, fact, almost not at all. <laughs> there, there was one strategic conversation. Yeah, and suddenly all of the, you know, the time we spent with Yara before the challenge is, like, way more important. Where Sophie's like, all right, you know, I don't want to work with Rob. And uh, Sarah's up to Ben. And he's like, all right, you know, Ben, if we, if you got, if the three of you boys are, like, tight, then we're screwed. And Ben's like, Pfft. We're not. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Ben, go ahead and just ben, spill all up. your secrets. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. They have a conversation where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Adam blindsided me, and I blindsided Adam, and I voted for Adam, and <laughs> it's just all a big mess. 
and uh, Adam just defeat. Yeah, I was left out of everything. But the real like situation here that I've seen a few people you know talk about on Reddit is you know between Adam and Ben. Adam's dead. Between Adam and Ben, you know. Adam's dead. What, oh, let me. <laughs> <laughs> you know they the two of them together are being considered as the split vote, but really only one of them needed to flip, right? Yep. And that would have been enough for the vote to change. Now, if one person flips and the other person doesn't, then the person who doesn't is suddenly at the bottom <laughs> of the tribe, right? So let's say Adam flips, like he probably would anyways, uh, and Ben didn't, and now, oh, everybody, all right, Ben is the easy vote. Uh, but because you know they kind of came together and both voted rob out now we're going into a 2v2 situation uh in the next tribal but i have have a few questions about their process of voting out uh one did sarah and sophie talk to them before rob did the buddy system i wonder when yeah i think they swapped they swapped and then like on that first day on the beach is when like all of the strategy happened and then after the challenge, they, like, came back, the boys went to the well, and then they came back to camp, and they just stayed there. <laughs> okay, I just wasn't sure if the editors were like, oh, uh, they already said they were going to vote out Rob, uh, better cut that out. No, I think it, it, it was it really was just like, based on faith. Yeah, like, I think right. ultimately, in that first conversation, the first day, both girls kind of said... Uh, Rob is spooky. We don't want him around. And I think that it also probably really helped that everybody was miserable uh, <laughs> during mm-hmm. the buddy system. So it was yeah. like, fuck Rob. Yeah, definitely after that, I'd be like, all right, this this is not fun. This is not the game. Let's just get this guy out of here. Yeah. Uh, I think very, very cool to see Sarah and Sophie both hold on to their advantages because especially Sophie was like kind of nervous, I think, going into this. Uh, so I think it's really cool that like she didn't play it because even if she did play it, she would have played it on herself, and then it would have been totally, totally worthless. <laughs> but uh, you know, everything here comes to the end, and Rob is voted out with Jeff having tears in his eyes. <laughs> but luckily, there's uh, edge of extinction, so we can still come back. I really would have thought that Rob's exit would have been super dramatic, and like there would have been this crazy orchestrated you know final boss defeated music playing or something <laughs> but instead it's like it's pretty quiet actually and i was really shocked because i expected like rob being voted out to be this huge thing like oh my god he's gone but instead it's very low key. back i don't <laughs> know if that's back. the case also i went back after this and listened to everybody else's you know vote out and everyone was pretty similar to rob except for tyson and tyson did get the the big orchestrated like <laughs> triumphant music uh, with everybody like sadly shaking their head, <laughs> so uh, we'll see what that means. Also, speaking of Tyson, we we had the moment early in the episode where Nick is like, "Oh man, Tyson gave me his fire token. Maybe in the future I'll want to work with him." <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. huh, but Tyson's already voted that? out. He can't possibly come back after he's voted out. <laughs> so, Drew, it's completely impossible. I don't know what's going on here, but. I feel like they're, they're like leaving a little bit of a trail. Maybe, uh, maybe I should think about it too hard. Or they're uh, it's a red herring. Uh huh. They're like false leading this way, and then they're gonna go. It's gonna go a different and way. And Danny's gonna come back. 
And then Rob's gonna Please. come back. <laughs> and then Ethan comes back. Rob and Amber. Yeah, Rob and, and Amber at the merge. And <laughs> come on. <laughs> I was I was honestly waiting for them uh to pull a twist and put the five on the edge back in the game as a fourth tribe. <laughs> I was also shocked that uh, when Rob was voted out, Jeff was like, "Oh, hold on a second, I found this. You should use it. It's a super idol." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Rob you know meets his end here and i really you know even though like he would have been going out anyways just with this group of people the fact that we see rob you know pull out all of these tricks to try and stay in the game and it still didn't work really makes me think of when mike white was talking about you know he doesn't want to be hoisted by his own petard and i feel like that really happens to rob here he's like all right pulling out all the stops i gotta stay in the game and none of them work because the caliber of players here is just not going to fall for his tricks anymore, right? He has Ben here, he has Adam here, but, you know, he, he can't do it. And I think this is a pretty significant moment of growth, too, right? For Ben especially, who has been, you know, constantly being, been shown to, like, fall for all of Rob's little tricks. And they don't work anymore. For so, now. looking into the future, like Soaring has been alluding to... <laughs> Uh, Adam? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like at this point, if these guys go to tribal again, Ben can be like, Adam's "Yeah, I'm dead. fine with getting Adam out. Like, I'm totally chill with that <laughs> because no one will be upset if Adam gets voted out." Uh, and apparently next week is looking like it'll be a double bill. Double Island. Uh, it'll either be a double boot or it will be the thing where they get two tribes and they vote out one person. It it probably will be that because the way that they've yeah. officially been phrasing it is two tribes go to tribal council. Yeah, so if that happens, then again, Adam, Adam. is not looking very good. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like it makes sense to do a double boot because we have the edge of extinction, but I feel like that probably won't happen. It could, though. Because it makes me think think of uh, like heroes versus villains, where they did that in the pre-merge, and then there's like one tribe who's voting people out, and then they're just like sitting there eating ribs on the side. <laughs> so there's potential here, but yeah, we'll probably see like a large tribal council with two tribes together, and this could be you know a, a very shock surprise boot. But it it almost seems like it's Adam's time to go. Yeah, he's been like hogging the spotlight for the entire like mer or the entire tribal section of the season so and it's not yeah. been a good spotlight <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see what ends up happening with adam in the future uh you know of course he could not go home and it could be someone totally random like nick but who who knows at this point but fun episode right <laughs> yeah, yeah had, a, was, had a swell time quite enjoyable. watching this I enjoyed the episode. I don't like what it did to my points, though. Yeah. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> I heavily disagree. <laughs> it's certainly an interesting week for points. And I think this is probably, like, the first time where I can't say we have, like, an interesting sheet here. Like, it's pretty <laughs> pretty standard, uh, what you would expect. But uh, we will go over everything nonetheless because uh, every point sheet is worth its own salt or something so yeah what, what you said <laughs> no, no no voicemails this week uh again if you have one send them in rngshow.com all right so oh, <laughs> i 
man. Like, like, like he was saying earlier on, Soaring basically got the rawest deal out of everybody here. You know, <laughs> not only for this episode, but, you know, maybe looking into the future. Uh, he gets the least amount of points he could possibly get. In a, you know, in a situation where two of the three tribes are getting challenge win points, you know, he gets the least amount with one person on his tribe. Oh, man, imagine so, getting single digits. That's pretty sad. Even though there are, you know, lots of us here with only three people on our tribe, Soaring unfortunately ends up with five points. <laughs> uh, and I, th- I think I, I may need to rethink my strategy for next season. <laughs> and I, I mean, I would admit, too, like I was thinking about Adam, you know, hanging around for a while, but I, I don't know about that anymore. He still could, but I don't know. At least if the call goes next tribal, then Sandra's like most likely playing her idol because it expires. <laughs> Give points. <laughs> so next up, uh, a few a few points ahead, we have Jimmer, who yeah for his tribe, you know he got a, a you know a good amount of points. He has Wendell who's getting some points and Kim who's getting some points. The now, most amount it could have, I think. It, you know, uh, without advantages. Uh, and without advantages. Fire token. Yeah. Jimmer, Jimmer did all right. Uh, unfortunately, Wendell, is, you know, kind of got a pretty mm-hmm. bad stroke on him this week. So we'll uh, see how it plays out. I don't know what you're talking about. I love Wendell's situation in this game. But uh, you know <laughs> what? I'm so generous. I think someone else should uh, experience uh, the Wendell train. And Kim is being put into, like, the more interesting swing vote position. But I still have this feeling that it things aren't things aren't going to work out super well for Kim. I don't know. but I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see Kim go far. Me too. I, I'm Definitely. enjoying her game so far. Kim is going to take this game by the horns and just... You, you, you thought Boston Rob was the godfather. You haven't <laughs> met the godmother yet. <laughs> So next up we have Fred, who is not here today, but he had a pretty you know standard episode. He has, he you know he has a whole bunch of slay people, so he got some good points from that. He also has Jeremy, who did get some points, but I take those because they belong to me. <laughs> so it boosted me and hurt him a little bit this week, but he got some extra points from Parvati for getting fire tokens. Uh pretty good amount of them and now parvati and natalie both have four and fred has both of those players <laughs> uh, and this is also the first week that natalie has not earned any points since she we did, has been voted out we, we didn't there even see oh no edge this week yeah <laughs> yeah no edge and i didn't really expect it because you know three tribes uh yeah I don't true where i saw but like, i thought i saw like a, a preview image or a thumbnail somewhere that just had like it was just like tyson walking across the beach but he was nowhere to be seen yeah I'd, i don't know it may have gone and we might find a secret scene of it or something uh with the three tribes i'm not sure how much time we'll be able to spend on the edge of extinction but last time we had eoe they did three tribes so i'm sure we'll probably check in next episode right like that was in the preview yeah I- uh, based off the, uh, the synopsis, something happened. Like I, they they mentioned the edge in the synopsis. Okay, That's okay. The the only thing they mention. Yeah. So Fred decent decent showing this week. Like he has a good spread of points uh, for triumphs. Unfortunately, I take his Jeremy challenge points. Yeah. So maybe maybe next week Edge gets like 
a hint towards their challenge, and then the week after that, they do their challenge for one person to get back in the game. Uh, yeah, we're coming up That's on a, it. Yeah, that sounds about like pacing from EOE. Yeah, maybe someone will get like an advantage, or we might see Natalie buy zone. like the challenge advantage or something. So mm-hmm. definitely like set up during next week, uh, and then tied for the top point earners this week is me and TB, and yeah, for different yeah, yeah, yeah. reasons too. <laughs> True. Uh, TB racks in a whole bunch of challenge points, while I, you know, end up with the same amount, just in a slightly different way, uh, with my three to call versus his two soleil and then uh i get sophie's five points for finding the idol and tb also benefits from that because sophie gives half to sarah and then tb gets a vote and save from sarah and the extra episode point that i'm missing out on so that puts us both at 14 so even though everybody else is kind of moving around, TB and I stay just as close <laughs> as we were last week, which is only five points away. Uh, now, last week I said that TB's team seemed like it had lots of longevity, and Rob you know, gets voted out this episode, which I also think is kind of neat because looking back at all the seasons we've done, this is probably like the most balanced you know, set of like, you know, people losing... Uh, contestants here where Jimmer is the only double in five episodes. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And also helps that we have more people, but it's, it's very balanced, right? No one is like extremely, you know, losing people too fast. Yeah. No, nobody's lost their entire <laughs> tribe yet. So I just, just me last year at, uh, <laughs> at Island of the Idols, just losing one person every episode for four yeah. episodes. <laughs> So see, t- TV, but back in uh, David versus Goliath, we had to to make a fun trivia segment for me because there was nothing for me to do. The you lost the game. first three people. <laughs> mm. uh, but regardless, I I think this is really healthy for the fantasy, right? That TV has lost somebody now because if yeah. if TV didn't lose somebody, that would mean that somebody else would, which you know would just really make things a little less like evened out. For me, except for somehow you're still cranking out so many points. Yeah, down a I, uh, I don't really understand like how I am consistently doing above average in points, but it's keeping me afloat, and I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't so, see so T- TB. You see, I can't see a Michelle or a Sarah going soon. So, so TB, you see, we've never had somebody win two seasons of the show yet. So, <laughs> no. it, it it can't start before I, before I get my win in. So, you've got to win this, TB. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying. And that's that's the other fun thing, right? Is like I'm very aware that you know every time a season is won, it's been won by a you know someone who has not won before. There's been no repeat winners, so it just the world is heavily swayed in tv's favor at the moment because <laughs> coming into the season like, all right it's gonna be fred or it's gonna be tv and you know fred is staying in a really cool middle spot here uh but tv is definitely like rising up in the points so i would be entirely unsurprised to see tv win but i love the little bit of competition uh with the two of us so close on the graph week after week yeah <laughs> while me, me and jimmer are just you know back and forth for last place <laughs> yeah soaring is like this 
the saddest story in, in the fantasy He's lore. He's the one that watched all the seasons of Survivor, which <laughs> makes it even worse. I studied for this sh- man. And Sorry like doesn't even have, you know, Sorry hasn't like lost more players than other people. He's just like not getting points. And I guess that's kind of what he sought out to do uh, when he said, you know, get get not the flashy people, the people who stay in the game. Uh, so we'll see if that will pay off in the long run. But even if you get, you know, three episode points per episode for the next I'm, 10 episodes, I'm telling you, man, it, it's only it's 30 I, points. It's because I got cursed with that last pick slot, or the second <laughs> last pick slot, and was left with Amber, bro. Yeah, that was, yeah you could have had Tony. Yeah, uh, I could have had I could have had a full team. <laughs> all right, uh, so that's all the points for this week. And now, if anybody wants to make a trade, now would be a good time for that. I'm going to say this: uh, I'm open for Wendell and Kim as a package deal. Yep. Okay. Because uh, I want to get rid of Wendell as soon as possible, but I know he's not appetizing, so... Uh, well, I'll trade I, I for Amber. <laughs> I'm going to need something out of it. I think I think between you'll, you'll, you You'll two, get all of Amber's future tribal points. I think between you two, a, uh, a Wendell and an Adam trade would be interesting. Because it seems like neither of you are mm. too excited about those players. I will gladly. Um... And they both, have sentimental they feelings both for... could go very soon. Uh, you know, I just want another uh, flame button along with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it, I'd do that. Yeah, take my take my if flame in, button. If I were in Sora's shoes. Yes! Yeah. Okay, hold on, you so... got yourself a deal. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I <laughs> this, is, this is stupid. <laughs> stupid but amazing. I've been waiting for this moment. Uh Are you about to veto this trade? Dude? Wendell <laughs> for Adam plus a flame wait, button. Wait, wait, for Adam? I want right. Adam and Soaring's flame button. Okay. No, I, yeah, yeah. Wendell. That's that's fine. I thought you said Amber. I was like, you No. Fool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wendell and Adam. Yeah, I'm the no. one who brought the trade up. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Adam and a flame button. Adam plus flame button for Wendell. Yes. Alright. You two are good with that? I'm yeah. fine with that. Alright. Uh it's official. Boop. We We've officially made the dumbest trade in history. <laughs> no, I think. I, I mean, I think this is it's like not that dumb. I think this it, like it makes was dumb sense. to put a flame button, but I love it anyway. <laughs> uh, because you know Adam might go very soon, but you know Adam might stumble his way into the final tribal somehow. Wendell is just being painted very poorly. Uh, so like no matter what, I can like confidently say that Wendell is not going to win the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But I could possibly see him like being that guy who gets like destroyed at final tribal. I just think if Yara doesn't make it back until the merge, Adam will be fine. So I think what's interesting with Wendell, you know, that the trade is happening. I think what's interesting with Wendell is he came in. He's like, all right, I'm here to build relationships, not furniture. And all we hear about Wendell is how he's building furniture. Yep, <laughs> and we get a glance into what his relationship relationships are like 
by looking at his past relationship with Michelle, where he is portrayed very poorly, right? Because Parvi says, oh, it didn't end well. And it's very clear that it didn't end well because of Wendell and not because of Michelle. <laughs> I think she kind of implied that he was sleeping around. Some, some, maybe something like that. <laughs> but... I, I well I think I think what they're really getting to is is Wendell is not taking it as seriously as Michelle may have, but I I'm not too concerned about trying to like dig too much. Yeah, into yeah, it. no, no. Um, yeah. So I think I think that's a pretty decent trade, and we've also what we're we're making a trade every other episode now, so it kind of fits in with the <laughs> the theme. Like, what's the most trades we've done in a season? Uh, that probably would have been in the first Edge of Extinction season. When we like just kept around the yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, how about this for this? Oh, sure, how about this for this?" Like, I think Chris himself got traded around like a bunch. Well, I I, I traded I traded Chris away because I was able to get an active player, I believe. Uh huh. But then uh, you got him back, yeah. So in yeah. in the season, Edge of Extinction, we did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so yeah, in in the season, Edge of Extinction, we did eleven trades. and a lot of these people were you know from the the edge of extinction but not all of them (laughs) uh what was interesting too about that season is if you lost somebody because we had waivers right so if you were one of the first two people to lose someone you could just trade that person out for a waiver and And that's what i did yeah because there were still waivers when Chris got out so i I traded for wendy yeah you, you did chris for wendy and then flying you know, gave up Reem and got Chris, and then I took Wendy from you for ten points, and then Wendy like immediately got voted out, and then you had Ron, <laughs> then you in flying traded Gavin and Ron, and then you traded back the next episode, <laughs> and then you gave up Kelly for Eric, uh, and then you also gave Ron to flying for Chris, <laughs> and then it's all history, and you just barely didn't pass me that season. So close, <laughs> but yeah, not uh, lots of trades in Edge of Extinction. Uh, not as many trades this time around, but we're we're keeping a healthy amount going. <laughs> and you know, I, I was still in last place on episode five of Edge of Extinction. So, uh, you know, now that Soaring has one person from every tribe, we know that no matter what, Soaring will be getting his three points next week. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, I was I was contemplating evening out. But I could also see Purple very easily taking the challenge and giving me yeah, points. Yeah, all I really want to happen is for Decal to win, because that'll give me big boy points. <laughs> and with the giving the least amount of other people points. Uh, but we'll see how it plays out. Because at this point, I, I'm i the only one who really benefits. But if Soleil wins, you, you and Fred both are pretty well yeah. off. Yeah. Well, everything is constantly more interesting, and uh, the fantasy doubles that. But I think that's uh, I think that's it for us this week, right? Yep. Yeah. No, no more trades to be made. I think between that, I think Fred isn't here to say anything. But I feel like at this point, TB and I are both like pretty secure in our teams. Hey, 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 yeah. Fred! Uh, I'll I'll give you um, I'll give you Wendell, or actually, I'll give you Amber for Parvati. Oh yeah, no. that sounds like a, that sounds like a great deal. I I love no. Parvati. <laughs> hey, it's right here. Uh, I would give you Parvati for Ben, 
Oh, uh, 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 no, Fred. I, I, I want to give you Amber for poverty. You know, girl, girl, girl for girl. Listen, I'm not that stupid. You sure? Yeah, give me Ben. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> if you want to check out the other episodes of the season, uh, that's all at rngshow.com. Same place where you can submit uh, voicemails if you have them. If you want to see the spreadsheet we're talking about and look at all the new colors that we added for the tribe swap, that's at rngshow.com/slash forty, or you can just click the link in the show notes. Thanks to Mango for editing this episode. No thanks to Fred for not showing up. And thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. And we will talk to you guys next week with a very exciting episode that's sure to go down. Yeah. Later. Bye-bye. <laughs>